Oh, well, let's talk about what's coming up. A big one, the Matildas will take on world number five and reigning Olympic silver medalist Sweden in the semi-finals tonight. Absolutely. Now, Sam Kerr, such an important figure in that Matildas lineup, uh, thought she might have a bit of an injury uh, concern. So whether she starts on the bench remains to be seen, but they need her up and running. Just going back to Friday night, uh, hard not to be just overwhelmed with the excitement of that victory over uh, Great Britain in, in extra time and all the drama that went with it. Oh, it was just a beautiful, fantastic game. Had everything and we did. We all ran along with it and, you know, you're just about wrapping up at full time and bang, Sam Kerr steals it back. It was wonderful. Perfect. Uh, so keeping an eye for that tonight, that's 7pm and then uh, your remote control is going to be going back and forth because the Kookaburras have got Germany in the semi-finals at 6 o'clock our time. I did say they'd go through undefeated. They've got to get through against the Netherlands, albeit um, at the death with some some heart uh, palpitations against uh, the Dutch. So tonight, Germany, I expect them to go to another level. As uh, time starts to tick away for the Hockey Roussel, I think it's still 1-0. And uh, if they lose, it's all over. If they can tie this up at one all, we're going to go to extra time, I'm guessing. Yeah, no, you don't in hockey. It's straight through to the shootout. Shootout. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Is that much better than the old penalty stroke because you actually have a proper competition, a one-on-one competition. So that's absolutely wonderful. Let's hope they don't get to that stage and we need a Sam Kerr moment um, for the hockey ruse. But the um, kookaburras, um, wow, they're playing, you know, with this problem with Germany. German, the German team has just always come good at the Olympic Games and it's very, very scary. Mm. And then Artistic Swimming starts tonight, 6pm, and you can go back and have a listen to our trailer episode when we spoke to WA swimmer uh, Amy Thompson. That was Remember that, Skeet? That was fantastic. Yeah, and just asking some of those um, silly questions you and I both had <laughs> of the sport and just a bit naive, but she was very generous in her answers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so much tougher than it looks, I think. Uh, the, the athletic ability you need to perform those manoeuvres while uh, head underwater, it's just absolutely incredible. Uh, the women's duet Artistic Swimming from 6.30pm tonight. Absolutely. Uh, the Opals up against Puerto Rico from 8pm. Needless to say, the Opals, uh, they simply have to win, non-negotiable. Things have to go their way from here on in, but they have to get a W tonight against uh, Puerto Rico to give themselves any chance of progressing. And then this is uh, an event, I think, that the eyes of the world will be on. It raises a lot of issues, I guess, around uh, competitive fairness in sport. Uh, New Zealand, of course, uh, qualified a trans weightlifter in the 87-kilo medal event tonight. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Like um, there's, there's, there's some societal issues around equality that have to be taken seriously and respected because we know the trans community have battled stigma uh, and discrimination uh, from day dot. Uh, there are also female lifters who think it's unfair to compete against someone who was born a man. Well, the only thing I can compare it to is in Australian rules football where a lady called Hanny, Hannah Mouncey trying to play in the AFLW... Uh, denied because of her size. Uh, so it, it's a it's a difficult one, Sally. I'm not sure what your view, if you have one on it, but um, inclusivity is what we're about as a society, but also a fairness. Uh, how you balance that is always going to be problematical. There's been a um, research done come out of um, the UK about a year ago, um, and they... Um interviewed gold medalists around Australia and there's two that were interviewed in Australia and I was one of them and we had to answer all these questions about what we thought and exactly that um, obviously we want to help all people grow and develop as um, themselves but also um, draw a line in the sand for rules for the Olympic Games and the results from that research came out that you actually have to have three competitions male female and then that um, intersex yeah yeah is and there the enough uh, sorry enough competitive athletes to to 
that was, as I said, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with it, um, but that that was the the philosophy that came out of this research. And the reason being is because as... um, you're changing so a male to female which is where the problem area is as you're changing you have a period of time um, to have your um, you know hormones hormones rebalanced and it's something like one and a half years until you're out of particular measure but let's say you're a 21 year old going through that and you're now 23 able to, to participate you've actually had 21 years of growing a body mm. that is obviously stronger bigger you know fitter faster stronger sort of thing so um you know th- these experts said no nah, it's actually not a, pl- a fair playing field well, in the case of laurel hubbard from new zealand uh she competed as a male uh in weightlifting as a teen uh, and then quit the sport for around 15 years transitioned and now competes as a woman so I guess did build a body size muscle mass that sort of thing Mm. as a teen competing as a male uh, and met the guidelines from the IOC around hormone levels Mm -hmm. to compete as a woman but uh, I I could simultaneously see why female lifters in that competition would feel you know maybe there's just something not quite fair about this it's a very very hard one to decide upon no easy answer at all to that uh unfortunately we can't give you the the definitive because there is not one out there ben and if laurel wins a medal it's that uh, debate is only gonna get hotter absolutely um by the way we also have australia's uh charisma amo tarrant competing this evening as well tomorrow it rolls on the game's in Tokyo, and a bit to look forward to there as well, Benny. Yeah, massively. Uh, we've got uh, through to the last 16 of the Women's Beach Volleyball Tournament after beating China in straight sets. That's going to be a massive one on the sands. Yeah, uh, Mariaf Atacha de Sola and uh, Taliqua Clancy are through to the last 16. Don't worry, Ben, I'll not say the names. You just uh, <laughs> hand pass the looping hospital ball to me. That's the Women's Beach Volleyball. Uh, they beat China in straight sets, by the way, and the Aussies will now face either a Spanish or Canadian duo on Tuesday. That's tomorrow, August the 3rd. And we'll see Brooke Stratton in the women's long jump final. Absolutely. Uh, another chance for Australia to uh, find a, an athlete for the future, or even of the present, if they can uh, produce a personal best or beyond that would be terrific. And-